I have been that I have been. I am that I am. And I will be what I will be simultaneously. I now invite you to return your awareness to the space that you're in. To do so, you might focus on your feet and notice and feel the support of the surface beneath. You might gently rub your palms together. Just begin to expand your awareness and feel the space around you. And when you're ready, I invite you to gently allow your eyes to open. This completes our meditation experience. And so it is. heart and soul. Welcome to our Sunday virtual service. Today is Sunday, November 1st. It is our anniversary. We are also celebrating November birthdays. It is Scorpio and Sagittarius season. And we're just also celebrating the birth of Heart and Soul Center of Light. We are just here in celebration today. Welcome, welcome, welcome. My name is Sonia Russell. I am a proud founding member and licensed practitioner here at Heart and Soul. And it is my great pleasure to welcome you and let you know how you can continue to be engaged with Heart and Soul. I wanna make sure you know that our theme for 2020, Adventures in Faith, Expect a Miracle, continues to be our guiding light. We are walking each day through a year of miracles by Marianne Williamson. Today is day 306, and the affirmation is giving to others is an act of self-love. Amen, family. I want to make sure that you remember to stay connected with us in all the ways there are to stay connected, including Facebook, uh, YouTube. We invite you to subscribe to our channel, Instagram, Twitter, and on various podcast platforms. I want to make sure that you know that we will have an opportunity to give in community towards the end of service, but you can give at any time by visiting heartsoulcenter.org give. You can also text to give. You also have the opportunity to have information about what's going on at Heart and Soul directly in your email box by visiting heartsoulcenter.org slash sign up. And I invite you family into our community affirmation. Thank you for everything. I have no complaint whatsoever. Our practitioners are continuing on this Monday book study of a year of miracles, an opportunity for us to deep dive into whatever the day is um, on 
in the reading and we invite you to be with us because it's a great opportunity to be in community and also to talk about and spend time um, ruminating on the miracles that are happening in our lives. So make sure that you join us on Mondays at 6.30 p.m. Pacific time. You sign up once and we will send regular reminders. I also wanna make sure that you know that because we believe in the power of prayer, Heart and Soul has been engaged in the 30 days of prayer and empowerment uh, and making leading up to the election. And specifically on election day, we are offering election day prayer because we wanna make sure that not only are you voting, because if you are eligible, of course, you are intending to vote if you have not already, uh, because we have made sure to remind you that it is important that we are protecting and empowering the vote, we also wanna make sure that either before or after you vote, you spend some time in prayer so that the election continues to unfold in its highest and best. We invite you into that heartsoulcenter.org slash election prayer. We'll get you right into that Zoom and we will have prayer at the top of every hour. Wednesdays, we are so excited about Imagine Justice and all they're doing this coming Wednesday, uh, which also happens to be the actual birthday of Heart and Soul. Our beloved Reverend Andriette will be talking post-election 2020 at IJ. And the rest of the month is going to unfold fantastically, including a debrief on what we learned and what's next about the Urban Mindfulness Summit and singing freedom songs with vocal activist Melanie Damore. So we're inviting you to make sure that you are with us on Wednesdays for Imagining Justice hosted by Valerie Joy Fidmont and David Walker. We begin at 6.15 p.m. Pacific time with meditation. Tammy Hall continues to wow and impress us on Thursdays at 6 p.m. Pacific time via Facebook Live. Make sure family that you are spending time in her presence and that you remember to tip generously. On Saturdays at 10 a.m. Pacific time, Reverend Andriette's Point of Power vlog happens via Facebook, YouTube, and our various podcasts. This is an opportunity for you to have about five minutes to absolutely transform your thinking and of course transform our lives. We're asking you to make sure that you watch it, like it, and tell your friends. And Heart and Soul is reminding you to save the date. Giving Tuesday happens on December 1st. It's sort of the the sort of more heart-centered contrast to Black Friday on Giving Tuesday, we're gonna invite you into donating, supporting our 11th anniversary. So we're gonna invite you to set up some, re some recurring donations uh, in $11, $111, $1,111. We're just asking you to get in on Giving Tuesday and support Heart and Soul's 11th anniversary. Family, I invite you to Allow yourself to be present. Our vision was revealed to us before we were a church in any configuration. So more than 11 years ago, this vision was revealed. And so we'd like to, as a community, ensure that we continue to be grounded and focused in it. And so together, family, we are a loving and compassionate, world-class teaching and empowerment ministry. Through a consciousness of universal God presence, we release all resistance, separation, and fear. We claim our personal liberation and accept the eternal availability of joy, love, and abundance. 
Through our intention to be love and spread joy, we engender reflections of the same and more in others. Our ministry is a gift to the world, which expands through our practice and dedication. We welcome all people, and together we make a quantifiable positive difference on the planet. And so it is. And so family, I simply invite you to find your breath. Being fully present to this moment as we are touching and agreeing and remembering to remember. Breathing in the infinite, that which is evidence of God's love, our breath. It kept us while we slept, it woke us this morning, it allows us at any moment to be present, to remember the gift that is this moment, that is this life. Because there is only one life, and it is the life of God. It is my life. It is the life of all seven billion of us on the planet. That's seven billion ways to know God, to know love, to know truth, to know joy. Seven billion ways to experience and express the perfection of the infinite. We are one with the force that created the entire universe. It is without exception and it is regardless of the appearance of things. And so it is from this place of knowing, this place of trusting, this place of deep abiding faith that I, Sonia, speak my word on behalf of my beloved heart and soul center of light community, giving thanks for all that we intend to be on the planet, giving thanks for all that we have been on the planet, giving thanks for the lives that have been changed for the minds that have been opened and the hearts that have been transformed. Heart and soul center of light is doing God's business. I know that we have the opportunity to experience that goodness. Heart and soul has created a space for us to know our best selves and to courageously and confidently, authentically and unapologetically move through the world, trusting, loving, knowing, believing in the one. I am grateful, family, for all that we endeavor to be, for all that we have been, for all that we are right now. I am grateful. I'm grateful for this ministry. I'm grateful for every heart and every hand that supports it. I'm grateful for our practitioners and our board. I'm grateful for our music ministry today, family. I am grateful for our ministers and our beloved Reverend Andriette for being steadfast family, for being the one, for leading with grace and with purpose and with deep intention and authenticity. I am grateful for her example of leadership and I am grateful for this community as we grow and transform the planet. And so in perfect gratitude, family, I simply release this word into the law. I know that it is done, not only because I speak this word, but because it is written on our hearts. And so we simply allow it to be so now and forevermore. And so it is.
Flexibility and durability handled, done, and now for the next 10 years, strength is what is being called for, at least according to Wikipedia. I am recently married, not even close to your 11 years of being a community, and already I have learned a deep appreciation for what it takes to stay in love. <laughs> 
You know how it is when we're first dating, you know, on our best behavior, showing our best qualities. And then as we make a conscious decision to stick together, that's when true, deep, authentic relationship emerges, community, and my goodness. Without flexibility, durability, and strength, it's difficult. So I salute you, each of you. I salute you for what you have brought to this, your spiritual community. Oh, and by the way, the flower associated with 11 years of being together is the tulip. I did some online research for the meaning of a tulip. And don't you know that each color tulip has its own meaning from happiness to confidence to perfect love and so on. What a perfect metaphor for community. It's a reminder to me that we each bring something that is needed, wanted, unique to the community now and in the next 11 years. Congratulations and my blessings to you. Good morning, heart and soul. This is an auspicious time for our community because this is our 11th anniversary. And so that was Dr. Edward Villune, who is the spiritual leader for Centers for Spiritual Living. And uh, so you will be, we received several video messages. And so over the span of this month, because we're celebrating all month, by the way, we will be sharing those video messages with you. So this was just the first of, of several. So happy anniversary to Heart and Soul. This is our 11th anniversary, and this is a very, very exciting time. You know, every year, every anniversary, every November we're celebrating, but this November and specifically today, we have much to celebrate much, so much always to be grateful for, but especially today because right now you see me, you heard the Heart and Soul Ensemble, you heard Ron, practitioner Ron Marshall with the meditation all taking place in our new digs. Yeah, that's right. We have a new home, new space. And I have to tell you, it's not just a new place to be. This is a space that feels like it was awaiting us even as we were awaiting it. I don't know that I can communicate. I don't know that I have the language to quite describe to you the feeling tone of being in this space, the acquisition of it, all of the preparation. So I have as much to be thankful for in this space as I have to apologize for. Because the very fact that we are in here today with lights on and walls painted and electrical in the right places and altars happening, all of that means that there was a cadre of folks who pretty much put their lives on hold in order to have this be so. So I am so very, very grateful to these folks. I will be naming names in due time just so that you can also acknowledge them. But for right now, 
I just want to remind you from whence we have come 11 years ago.
heart and soul. That was just a bit of a retrospective to remind you how blessed we are, how blessed we have been, how far we have come in consciousness and in manifestation and divine demonstration as well. So I don't know, I know you got to see us at the African Children's Advanced Learning Center for which I am so grateful. We were there for almost two years and then we moved to 42nd Street and we were there for almost nine years and now we're at 59th and Telegraph and uh, we will be here until we're not. What I want you to know is that what is so unusual, typically, anytime we have done anything major, and this move has been major in the past, anytime we've done anything major, there was a call out to the community. And the community at large made it happen. We had teams, we had folks on first and second, all covering all the bases. Because we are in COVID-19 times, and that requires a certain sheltering in place and certain distancing, et cetera, bottom line, staying safe and ensuring that we are doing everything we possibly can to not put anyone in jeopardy or at risk. And so the decision we made was to just operate in our bubble, in our heart and soul bubble, which means the folks with whom we need to regularly gather in order to do broadcast. So that's what I was alluding to earlier, is that it meant that a few folks had to do the work that typically the many are called to do. Um, so I know that you're not going to be able to drop by and take full advantage of our center. It's our center, but we are honoring the guidelines for uh, spacing and separation, et cetera, and also any gatherings. So what we have done, because I want you to see it, it's yours, it's ours. And so I want you to see it now. And um, so Ruffalo did a little something, something for us. And I'm hoping that you can appreciate just a quick kind of walkthrough that highlights some of our new digs. Let me know whether this works for you. us being safe. When you come into the building, a mask is required. Please use the sanitizer. Taking the temperature as well. It's all about, yeah, that too. It's all about staying safe. Step right up. Have your temperature taken. This is our new entryway. It's the foyer. This is how it looks when you enter the space that we have claimed as heart and soul center of light 2020 and going forward. Mother Harriet is standing, standing vigil there for us. And this is the way that we welcome the few that um, can be here for now. Just an opportunity. We just wanted to share with you what you would experience upon entry. And so just my hope is that you can appreciate it.
until we can all, until the time comes when we are gathering together again. This is in the area that we are just set up for guest artists and for prayer and everything is in kind of a temporary status. This is not temporary. This is Mother Harriet's space. And so this is just a blessed altar in its own way. And then we have also erected uh, altars. We're calling them our New Thought Ancient Wisdom. So this altar on the right represents ancient wisdom and the one on the left is our New Thought. And you'll see the um, Science of Mind candle there. Um, and we're, we're always, that's who we are, that's how we are, that's what we're working, although we put some cowrie shells in there, but that new thought, just to keep it right. And so welcome to the new Heart and Soul and happy anniversary. Now the, <clears throat> pardon me, now the Heart and Soul Ensemble is going to remind us of what it takes in order for us to know and know that we know that we can do the impossible and that we can see the invisible. I have asked specifically for this special request at this point in time as a reminder. Come on, ensemble, tell them about it. Oh, yeah. Down in my soul, there is a light. 
And that's because we are, as I said, just being safe. And we are only allowed, uh, permitted, so many people in the room at one time. You'll notice that the members of the ensemble, the four folks who are here, Valerie Joy Fidmont, Brannis McKenzie, Takia Franklin, and David Walker, all had on face masks. And all of that is not because it's fun to sing in that, but because we're feeling like that helps to, we're doing whatever it is that can help with that. Tammy Hall is, was on piano, you, uh, her face mask on. Daria Johnson on drums with her face mask on. And Annie Stafford, who of course could not play with a face mask, but we had her behind a shield. So we are doing everything we can think of everyone in the room, the few other people who are um, a part of the broadcast team um, are also spaced out in ways that keep it safe. But y'all need to know that I got faith. Yes, I can. Yes, I can, can. And then the question is, why can't I if I want to, if I have faith? And that's not like a challenge to the universe. It is taking in what we are learning and endeavor to practice. It's our awareness that the master teacher, Yeshua, that the world ultimately came to call Jesus, that his teaching has been said to, that you can synthesize it to, it is done unto you as you believe. But you gotta be in the act of believing to have the benefit, yes I can yes I can can is the idea that I wanted to make sure that I impressed on your consciousness this idea that there is that behind every demonstration behind every manifestation my prayer is that y'all understand what I mean when I say demonstration in the science of mind uh, textbook Ernest Holmes seminal work um, the science of mind in the glossary for demonstrate and demonstration, and it might even say demonstrating, it says this, the idea is that through the mental and spiritual activity of thought directed 
directed thought, not just you think and casually kick back, but it is directed, conscious, and intentional thought that is directed towards a definite end. That means you have a vision. That means you have an intention. That means you're working something out in thought. We bring about a greater good, a more abundant life. Anybody in? for a more abundant life, for a greater good, for better conditions that existed, than existed before, including health and well-being, including healed relationships, including, including, yes, I can. Yes, I can, can. Why can't I? If I want to, if I want to have better relationships, if I want to have increased health and well-being, if I want to have, if I desire, if I need that, it is possible. This is called demonstration. We can demonstrate at our, at the level of our ability to know. You will not demonstrate something you don't know nothing about. You must get into, I've said many times, and they're not to, you know, most of the time when I'm talking, it looks like I'm talking to y'all. I'm talking to me, y'all just hanging out. And listening, hopefully we are in this together in a way that we progress together. This experience of moving, of choosing, of knowing, because sometimes we know and we're not necessarily, see, now I'm willing to share it with y'all. It's not just, I'm no longer just talking about me. Now I'm trying to spread it around a little bit to the greater group of folks of us. But the idea is there is that that we know, but we're reluctant to go as far as our knowing, which really implies that we don't really know all we say we know. It really kind of indicates that we're just kind of aware of it a bit, which is a little different than knowing, which is different than believing. We just kind of have an awareness of it, and we maybe are hoping, which is not a high spiritual principle. It's important to get us in the game, but it's not the level at which stuff happens. Hoping is not the uh, cosmic uh, manifestation principle. Hope gets you in the game and gets you aware and kind of heats the room up a little bit, but you're going to have to set it on fire in order to really have different outcomes. So when I'm thinking about this, this notion of demonstration and manifestation, I'm realizing how much it requires that we come correct, that we be for real, that we be authentic with whatever it is. And for me, I just had to get to a point of, dare I say, no return where I was not willing to stay. Who else understands what I'm talking about? There's a moment when you're not willing to stay in that any longer. And in that moment, something else can happen. But as long as you are like the proverbial frog in the pot, as long as you are right with it, just a little warm and getting a little warmer, then you're just going to cook. But the moment you say, wait, heck no. Why can't I if I want to? I can do this different. I can have a different experience, and it's out of that that we begin to make changes. And so it is for heart and soul. So it is in my life. So it is in the life of heart and soul. So it is in principle, is what I'm trying to say. Look here. What, I, at the bottom of every slide, I, my prayer is that you can see it clearly. So every image that's projected, there is a little branch there that has a caterpillar on it and a butterfly. Because throughout this process, I have been thinking about that uh, chrysalis process, that process through which 
a butterfly emerges. And I want to remind you that I fully understand, in fact, I overstand, that we all want to be butterflies. We're just looking for our colors and our wings. But none of us are interested in being the caterpillar and just crawling around on our belly. And then, but we'd rather crawl around on our belly, belly many of us would declare for the rest of our lives before we'd be willing to get in a cocoon. <laughs> now, if you don't understand what that cocooning is about, it sounds like it's good. It sounds like what you want to do with your lover. It sounds like cuddling up. It's not. It's where you turn to goo. It's where you give it up. It's the ultimate surrender. Somebody understands what I'm talking about. Somebody understands the ultimate surrender where you give up who you have been, what you thought, where you simply come surrendered and available. I give thanks, Father, Mother, God, the living one, the strong one, for my growing awareness of divine presence throughout my life, out of which all of my desires and all of my needs are met. It's the understanding of the order of things that there must be an honoring, an awareness first, an honoring, a surrender to the divine order, the divine presence, the way you see, I often find myself anthropomorphizing um, little creatures and all. So in my world, the caterpillar, you know, has a voice. So I give it voice and personality, and it's like wanting to talk to the butterfly. And, and, but here's the thing, it doesn't recognize the butterfly having anything to do with it necessarily. So I kind of come in and out of my own sense of how that would be, and then I found this. So you see on the left that the butterfly and the uh, caterpillar are right there together on the same leaf. They are just doing that. I don't know that that really happens in life, but look at here on the right. They're, they're hanging out a little bit together, and they do in my mind, because where else is stuff happening? So in my own ideation, this is what's happening. The caterpillar is saying to me, I am the caterpillar, and I'm the butterfly as well. Y'all understand how that works. So I'm saying to me, you've changed. And the me that understands that, it says we're supposed to. <laughs> That's how the game is played. Anybody not changing is not in the game. And the idea is to awaken enough so that we are, awareness is curative in the sense that it sets us into a place where we can accommodate what's required of us, where we are inspired to bring it. So if you were with us in summer school, and if not, it's okay, catch up right now. We change our thinking in order to change our consciousness, in order to change our lives. That's why we do it. We change our thinking to, in order to change our consciousness, in order to change our lives. And that's the order of things. Until we understand that and honor it, I know we want to just get to the life change part, butterfly. I know you won't just let me sprout the wings and be pretty. Let me be beautiful and have people ooh and all ah about that. But in order to get there, the butterfly would tell you if it could remember that it had to come through the goo part of it. It had to come through that part in life where it surrendered absolutely everything. 
everything about it. As a kid, I used to think that the caterpillar just shrunk up, and in the shrinking of it, the wings came out, and the butterfly body was literally the caterpillar. Imagine my shock when I learned that that is not so. There are all of the cellular regeneration and reconfiguration, it's all in there, but it's not that simple. See, my little story was cute and wonderful, and it meant that the caterpillar survived and thrived into butterflyness. That ain't how it happened. And it's not going to be how it happens for you either. Not for me, not for heart and soul. So we're forever standing, like right now, the part of the reason that Mother Harriet is our, Mother Harriet Tubman is our matron saint, the reason that it's so important to us is that she is iconic in her representation of surrender and doing and being whatever is required and thriving. The only reason we know, it's not that she was the only one. She wasn't the only one who escaped. She is the, one of the few that we know and can name and have some history about. And so what I love about that is we can learn from it. Here's the thing, everything the mind thinks it can unthink. Come on, Mother Harriet, help us sister out right here. Because this notion of I'm thinking I'm enslaved, not necessarily by law, but by practice, by mindset, by consciousness, I'm being held in a place of, I only have so much income, I can only afford, I only have a level of wellness and well-being, and I cannot go, whatever that limitation might be, you can unthink that. Just like you thought that, just like you put that on the altar, and are worshiping at the altar of, I have whatever condition it is, whatever diagnosis, whatever prognosis it is. You can unthink that. Now, you're not going to necessarily convince your medical professionals and support that it can be unthunk. But I'm not talking about them. I'm talking about us. This is an inside job. It's by the law of cause and effect that we have produced unpleasant conditions. Here's the good news, though. We walk by faith and not by sight. That's the good news. Somebody knows that in 2 Corinthians 5 and 7, the good news is that we walk by faith and not by sight, which reminds us that you don't have to see it first. If you are stuck on the path where you believe you have to see it, and I was, I've told you, I have confessed my sins before you already. That I was believing the real estate market, and particularly in Oakland and where I wanted us to be, it was not possible. I was worshiping at the altar of lack and unavailability and had convinced myself that we just had to make do because of those circumstances. Now all you have to do is change the fill-in-the-blank part. Real estate in that instance, fill in the blank for whatever it is you're telling yourself, I just got to put up with it being like this because this is just how it is. And, I, in fact, don't we add the part, I'm being reasonable. Are you asking me to not be reasonable? Are you asking me to deny the facts? Pretty much, pretty much, I'm the one standing before you saying you do not have to see 
whatever it is. Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. told us faith is taking this first step even when you don't see the whole staircase. And if you don't know what I'm talking about, you're not playing full out. Do you understand how I know that? It's not that I'm peeking in your windows like some of y'all have accused me of doing for decades now. It's not because of that, it's because I understand principle. So I know if you're not feeling challenged, if you're not afraid of something, if you're not standing on the edge, on the precipice of your good and wondering if you're worthy of it, you're not cleaning, you're not, you're not willing to get into the goo. Because it's in the goo where you give up this sense of less thanness, this sense of non-deservability. <laughs> Irvin Seal offers us that faith that falters because planes fall and ships sink and presidents get shot and elections unfold in ways we don't like. Just fill out your list of the stuff that wore you out. Somebody left you, somebody else didn't come, somebody didn't call, somebody did call. Whatever it is that you're allowing to wear you out, the idea is that that's not faith. That's not faith at all. Matthew 10 and 36 reminds us that a man's, a person's, humanity's enemies will be the members of their household. Now, I need to, before you get carried away, put the phone down. Put the phone down. Don't write nobody's name down. This is an allegory. This is, this does not mean what it sounds like it means. All of this is you. Household in scripture is always consciousness. Anytime it says house, anytime it's the dwelling, it means your consciousness, always. So what's in your consciousness? It's you. Pogo is trying to tell you we have met the enemy and he is us. We are the enemy in our household. It's our own thinking that is tripping us up. This is to remind us. You see, sometimes this is you know, sometimes I have to say the stuff that we don't necessarily, I don't even want to hear it to tell you the truth. But there is so much of what of our circumstances that is simply based in our beliefs. Now you see how I tweak that for you? how I said this so much, how I wasn't willing to say everything. Did y'all see me just kind of slide back on that a little bit to try to make it more palatable? Because I know that we're not all ready to hear that it's all about us. Because I know we've, we've picked out the villains already. We've already invested our time, our energy, our resources in who to blame and who's responsible for us. And I'm not saying that, that that's not an accurate reading of effect. Well, yeah, actually I am. But I understand how we get there. But I don't want us to hang out there because that's not where the healing can happen. See, I, 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 
I truly understand how we get there because sometimes it's such a heavy burden that we cannot even imagine that we've done this to ourselves because who would do that? Who would do that? No aware person. The challenge is that we've done it unaware. And all of the stuff that we have done and been a part of unaware, it's time for us to just forgive ourselves and just acknowledge to a person, we just say, you, um, my, Dr. Maya Angelou used to say, when you know better, you do better. And we can just cop to say, you know, I didn't know any better. But you know, you got to finish it. You can't just hang out and I didn't know no better and just pause for the next decade. Because the rest of that line is, now that I know better, I'll do better. And that's when our lives begin to shift. That's when, when we heal that, that inner relationship so that we no longer are, the call is to make friends with your mind. That's really it. Make friends with your mind. Otherwise, it's not going to be safe for you to be there. You want it to be safe for you to be there. Here's, here's the thing that I'm really kind of working to here. Is this idea that the way that life unfolds is rough and tumble. It's hard. And right now, Here's a concern sometimes, that you'll hear me speak like I'm doing now, and you'll wonder, don't I know what's going on? Doesn't she understand what COVID has meant to my family and my circumstances? Doesn't she understand what the impact that this has and that has and that has? And I want to tell you, yes. I do. Here's what I learned a good while ago. That if I sit in all that's happening, not in denial, I'm not suggesting denial. There's a level of awareness, and it's a balancing act to be in the world and not of it. That's real. That's a real thing. I know it just sounds like a place in scripture, but it's a real thing to be in the world, actively living in the hood. Hear the gunshots and not lose your mind. Not lose your faith. Not turn tail on truth. See, that's, that's what, what has to happen here. The idea, the way Ernest Holmes says it, is just stay with the one. And then I would add the one that brung you. The one that got you through. The, the, the one that you sang praises to the last time. Don't forget. See how we, we, we got short memories sometimes. We, we get into the thing and we get, oh, Lord, just get me out of it. Just, oh, Father, Mother, God, please. I just learned my lesson. I'm not going to ever, never again. And then you'd like, but then forgot. Entirely all of, the, all of those machinations just fade and now you're wondering is God dead 
gone, not active. But here's the thing, Ernest Holmes. I've, told, I've shared this with you before, and I probably share it more often anytime I need it. To stay with the one and never deviate from it. Never turn tail on it. Never deny it. Never doubt it. Never leave it for a moment. Say, I'm a ride. I'm your ride or die. Y'all, somebody understands what I mean. I'm your ride or die. I'm going to be with you no matter how it works out. Because why? I can't see the whole staircase. If I hadn't gotten just, there was just a moment when I was like, okay, find me a place. Heart and soul is, we moving no matter what. And I had changed all the requirements that I had. No, I couldn't go to this area. Blah, 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 blah. Whatever it was, it was, I was over it. Sometimes you got to get to the point where you're over it, that they, you can be worked on. Because if you just got your stuff, you can't, what, we gonna work with you? Because you already got it. No working with can happen. But in this instance, we're talking about being available, trusting, believing. He says to desert the truth in the hour of need is certain proof you never knew it. For all of our declarations of, I know that. Y'all, you know who you are. Those of you who've been studying 20, 30 years, 10 years. I've been studying this 10 years and ain't nothing changed. Nothing. You know, in Scripture, when folks' lives transformed, their names changed. Why? Because name in Scripture is nature. And when your life changes, your nature changes. I'm trying to say something. Some of y'all don't even need a new name for your 20 years, your 30 years of studying. Something would be happening if you're doing the work. It, there's no way to hide this. I have threatened for heart and soul members that said, you can't tell nobody you belong here. Because if they can't tell, I don't want them to know. If they can't tell by your behavior in the grocery line and on, on the phone with customer service and passing people on the street and interacting with folks, if they can't tell, I don't want you telling them. It's more likely, my vision for us is that it's a, do you go to heart and soul, don't you? How did you know? Well, I just, I heard you talking to the people over there. I, I felt your energy. I saw your attitude. All of that would be the way. So when things look worst, that is the supreme moment. Here's the thing. It's also, I had a note here about manifestation. Because where we began in this was demonstration. In that last line, Ernest Holmes says, though, that spiritual demonstration is manifestation of reality. Spiritual demonstration is manifestation of reality. Here's what he says about manifestation. To manifest means to show forth or to make evident. Everything we see, and then he names plants and animals and people, every visible thing is a manifestation of God. 
differing in only degree. That's the only difference between you and the cat, you and the plant, you and other people. It's just the degree of expression. So as we make conscious use of the law, planting an idea in mind, remember that's where it has to start, watching it come forth in form into objectivity, we are producing a manifestation. And to do that, folks, to move forward without being distracted, you got to walk in the love of God. You have to know that right where you are, the whole perfect and complete nature of the divine is. You see, there is a power, a presence, one life of all. And no other power can exist outside of the infinite. One love is what I've come to tell you today. And so I'm going to ask the ensemble to bring it home for you. Stay with us. There's more good stuff. The ensemble is going to close us out also at the end. But for right now, I simply want to remind you that we walk in the love of God. Whatever you need.
anniversary Heart and Soul Center of Light. This is Reverend Angelo. Over a span of 11 years, Heart and Soul has repeatedly been blessed by so many visionary New Thought teachers and luminaries. Mary Morrissey is absolutely one of those brilliant luminaries. She's a best-selling author and teacher who's always been a dear sister friend of Heart and Soul. And Mary would not rest without sending us all the best today at our 11th anniversary celebration. 
And so with that in mind, I invite you to just be present to our modern day teacher of teachers, Mary Morrissey. Hi, Mary Morrissey here. I want to send a hearty and heartfelt happy 11th anniversary to the Heart and Soul Center of Light in Oakland, California. You're an amazing center of light. You actually are. And I want to thank Reverend Andriette Earle for founding and being the spiritual leader of this amazing community for the last 11 years. It takes a tremendous amount of courage, soul force, and things that most people will never realize it takes to generate and serve a community and help build something that has a lasting impact in the lives of others. So for a moment as we pause on an 11th anniversary, let's pause about our life and what's happened in our own lives since we found out about or began to attend or even now during the pandemic time, how we participate in our spiritual community. Community coming together in a common unity of understanding about invisible laws that govern the, the measurable, visible results we create. You have a place of great connection and deep understanding that things do not happen by happenstance. Things don't happen just randomly. In fact, there are surprises but no accidents. That we're part of an amazing, intelligent, and responsive energy. We call it life. Maybe some call it God or spirit. Whatever you call it, we know that it's here. And it is intelligent beyond measure and responds perfectly. In the same way, you pick up your remote control and you don't like the pictures you're seeing on your television, you flip the frequency, you change the channel. It's harder to change the channel on your own in your own life for results that you're not enjoying. Perhaps you've had illness or difficulty or challenges struggle with money, other things that are challenging in life because we didn't really understand how it works. And then we find a place, the heart and soul center of light, where there's classes and trainings and learnings that we can do and support that helps us discover that all along we have been far more than we've ever known. And all along we have contained far more than we've ever known. And that there's actually a divine partnership that can be developed between us and the very power breathing us. And we learn that when we wake up in the morning, it's not just another day of life. It's the one day of life that we've been given. In today's world especially, it's not easy to keep a center going. You know, often as a participant or a congregant or someone who's part of the community, we're not really thinking maybe about the electric bill and about all the many things it takes to keep a community together and growing. And so I invite us on this 11th birthday. Some of you know that I am the founder of the Prosperity Plus programs 1, 2, and 3. And I know that your center has offered these programs to you. I'm a deep believer in tithing. I, tithing, I believe, is God's idea. It's not my idea. And I don't even understand how it works exactly. I just know that it does work. I also know that all great spiritual teachers of all time have taught this principle that as you give, so you receive the energy in which you give. And we all have giving patterns. Many of us give actually only emotionally. We give when we feel like we have a little extra. And then there's another kind of giving that's a regular repeated giving that comes with a percentage to it. And if it's not 10%, it's 5% or it's 6%, but it comes out of a decision to have circulation in your life, planting in a beautiful place like the heart and soul center of light, 
for the growth of a community that you has nurtured you, can nurture you further, and more than that, can spread this wonderful message to a world that is deeply hungering, even if they don't know yet that they're hungering for it. So I invite us on this day to lean in. Not only support our center once, but consider having an experiment with our own lives connected to the center over the course of this next year and make a commitment for percentage giving over the next year. And then turn around every three months and take a look at what's happening in your life. Something happens when you're a regular giver. And each month as you're receiving your income, a portion of it goes to support. Uh, it changes the way you feel about yourself. It changes your level of expectation of good in your life. It changes your sense of worthiness and your connection with the very source of your life. So I want to congratulate you again. <laughs> Just say I'm so happy for all of you. Every, every volunteer moment you've done, everything you've done to contribute to your leadership, to the wonderful dream and idea and vision for the Heart and Soul Center of Light. Happy, happy, happy anniversary. Mary Morrissey to you. Feel a big hug. And so this brings us to our time of gracious giving family. There are many ways in which you can graciously give your gift to Heart and Soul Center of Light. You can send a check to our new secure mailing address at Heart and Soul Center of Light, 5627 Telegraph Avenue, number 405, Oakland, California, 94609. You can also give online at our website, heartsoulcenter.org slash give. And while you're there, you can set up your gift as either a one-time gift or a recurring gift that gives at the interim and in the amount that you deem fit and necessary. Last but not least is my favorite way of giving, which is texting the word give to 510-500-5849. However you choose to give is absolutely right and perfect. And you know, it is also important that we maintain the proper consciousness as we're giving blessing our good, thereby establishing the good that our gift will do in the world. And wherever you may be in the world right now, I invite you to take your gift in hand. Place it right over your heart or otherwise just place your hand over your heart, knowing that the greatest gift there could ever be is that gift of life pulsating under your hand. And let us say our blessing together. I bless this gift as healing energy and send it into the divine flow of all good. Infinite prosperity circulates through me, through my church, and throughout the world because I know God as source, and so it is. Thank you, family. We have in church up in here today. Happy anniversary. I'm going to remind you that tomorrow to be with us for a year of miracles and the practitioners beginning Monday at 630 Pacific time. Sign up once and we will send you reminders and opportunity for us to go deep in a year of miracles. We have been engaged in 30 days of prayer and empowerment with our prayer and care village culminating with election day. So we are inviting you into election day prayer. That's Tuesday, November 3rd from 7 a.m to 7 p.m. Pacific time. We are trusting that if you are eligible, you intend to vote. So whether you're gonna pray and then vote or vote and then pray, we invite you to do all of those things. Pray and then vote and then pray. 
Um, and we invite you to do it with us. You can visit heartsoulcenter.org slash election prayer. That'll take you right into uh, the Zoom. And at the top of each hour, we will have an opportunity um, to pray together. So make sure that you are um, participating in that and make sure that you remember to vote by Tuesday, November 3rd. On Wednesday, Imagining Justice, hosted by Valerie Joy and David Walker, is going to be celebrating post-election with Reverend Andriette. And, and the fourth is actually our anniversary, and so it'll be a celebration all around. So come and be with us. The month of November for Imagining Justice is shaping up beautifully with a debrief of the Urban Mindfulness Summit and vocal activist Melanie Damore. So make sure that you're joining us in November, 6.15 p.m., Meditation Pacific Time Thursdays. Tammy Hall is on Facebook Live um, at six o'clock p.m. Pacific Time. Make sure you are supporting her and tipping generously. On Saturdays, our Point of Power vlog is happening with Reverend Andriette at ten a.m. Pacific Time via Facebook, YouTube, and the various podcasts. Make sure you watch it, like it, and share it. And we're asking you to save the date for Giving Tuesday, December 1st, um, donating and celebrating our 11th anniversary and donate in increments of 11. Now, let's be clear, you can donate however much you would like to, but we ask you, ask you to participate in this way of supporting Heart and Soul by giving on Tuesday, December 1st. Marcus Books is still engaged in its 60th anniversary fundraiser. Make sure you visit GoFundMe to support them. And in order to support Kingston 11, uh, Jamaican cuisine in the town, visit Kingston11eats.com. Our Pulse meets at 11.30 Pacific time on Sundays. Email thepulse at heartsoulcenter.org to have your team participate. Our Youth and Family Village is still engaged in asynchronous videos. You can find out more information and you can watch those videos by visiting heartsoulcenter.org slash watchyfv. Following our service by about 10 minutes, family, we have group prayer available. We invite you into prayer because prayer changes everything. We also offer prayer on Wednesdays at 7 a.m. Pacific time. And it is my great pleasure to welcome back our beloved Reverend Andriette. Thank you, Revelo. Thank you, Sonia. So we are in the throes or just launching our 11th anniversary celebration. And I just want you to know, because many of you, even as we are celebrating November's birthdays, may be thinking, gift, what gift could I give Heart and Soul? Well, we're gonna let you know because we're just creating an Amazon wish list. So soon we'll have a link for you and you can go in and you know, make, do whatever it is you'd like to do to support us in completing this project and getting it ready for a time when we can all come together. I just have huge props and thanks for our virtual Sunday service team. Just, y'all see me in front of the camera, which means that a lot has to happen in order for that, any of that to be projected. Some, you know, just all of it, the cords alone. Uh, tell a whole story, let me just tell you that. But I am so very grateful. I want to acknowledge Tammy Hall on piano. Tammy L. Hall on piano. Annie Stafford right here on horn. Daria Johnson on drums. Our ensemble, David Walker, Brannis McKenzie, Valerie Joy Fidmont, and Takia Franklin. Just giving thanks for the way all of this has come together and certainly those of you who are outside of the great, let me say thank you to folks at home 
in the Bay Area. You could be right down the street, but that didn't mean that you had to tune in. I am so grateful for your being with us and uh, contributing, participating when we put the call out, whatever it is, thank you very much. Those of you at a distance, thank you for holding the high watch for us and participating and contributing. Certainly from Jackson, Mississippi, from Maui, from Aurora, Colorado, from Detroit, Michigan, from Haco, Costa Rica, from San Jose, Costa Rica, from Tucson, Arizona, from Los Angeles, from Boston, Connecticut, Denver, North Carolina. Just grateful for your participation, your being with us. Thank you. So it is in an attitude of gratitude and thanksgiving that I am just humbled, humbled by who we are and how we are. Some would say whose we are. By the blessings of this new home, of all of the folks who made it possible both through sweat equity, but also just the contributions of consciousness and, and uh, talent and time and treasure. I am grateful. I know that something quite magnificent has happened this day. Not just out of anything I said or anything that was sung or, or the meditation or anything, Mary Morrissey or, or Dr. Edward Villune, whatever it was, just the vibration in the room where you are. I'm grateful that we're in this together. I'm grateful for the divine vibration and frequency that brings us all into the divine cocoon of our willingness to let go and let the divine be magnificent in and as each and every one of us and then the collective shift. Oh, I give thanks. I'm giving thanks right now for the transformation of the planet. I know the power in our word. I know the power in our work. I know the power in our focused attention. And so I give thanks. I give thanks that as we two days from now complete the voting process, I'm giving thanks for the outcome. For whatever it is, I am giving thanks for knowing that we are able to participate. I'm giving thanks for the consciousness that we bring to our participation. I'm giving thanks for the divine transformation that awaits us by right of consciousness. So it is an absolute perfect gratitude for the increased vibration of health and well-being, for the increased vibration of abundance and prosperity, for the increased vibration of healed relationships. I am giving thanks. I release this word into the perfect activity of law with great gratitude, releasing it, knowing that it's done and done well in God. So it is in total praise and thanksgiving that I let it be. Ask that you join me in sealing this for all eternity by saying amen, amen. Ashe. ashe, and so it is. And so the humble will take us out.